I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, a real estate investment program. Listen and learn how to use real estate to build wealth and passive income streams for you and your family. We bring you experts every day to discuss and answer your questions on everything from single-family homes all the way up to 600-plus unit apartment complexes. And now, the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Good morning and welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Hey, it's Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Cool day where I'm at. Very pretty outside. Good day to do yard work, get up all those leaves, right? Do you On your Sundays, do you take delivery of the Sunday paper? Maybe you get it all week long, but I know some folks take a special delivery because that Sunday edition, right, it's great. It's, it's always real fat, <laughs> you know, lots of... Lots of sections to to digest, and I personally don't take the paper, but uh, some of our neighbors were traveling, and we took care of their house, kept an eye on things, and collected that paper for a couple of weeks, and uh, enjoyed enjoyed that Sunday edition. But it's it's thick. Where do you start? Right, the front page, the the business page, the classifieds. If you're shopping, maybe the real estate page. Wink, wink. <laughs> Good place to start, uh, or maybe the Sunday comics. Right. Well, I've got a I've got a, a three year old, so that's typically where we started when we collected the Sunday edition, and that's where I'm going to start with you today. We're we're going to see what's going on in the comics, Sunday comics, and see what we can learn about real estate from those comics. Are you with me? And I'm going to start with a classic. You know, he's been dead over about 20 years now. Um, Charles M. Schultz, right, author of Peanuts. Everybody knows Peanuts. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, get out to the library, get on Amazon, get it ordered. Uh, classic stuff, right? And this time, about this time a week ago, now we weren't reading the comics. My son and I, we we sat down, PBS, right? The local uh, public channel had the Charlie Brown Christmas special, okay? And, you know, as part of the 30-minute show, you know, Charlie Brown at some point, he, throughout the show, really, he's, he's pondering the meaning of Christmas. What's it all about? Is it becoming too commercial? What's going on, right? And he's troubled. He's troubled. So his his friend Linus, 
encourages him to go see a, a psychiatrist, <laughs> who, of course, is Linus's sister, Lucy Van Pelt. She's got that booth. You've seen the picture of the booth. Five cents, psychiatric help, right? Just five cents. So Charlie Brown goes to talk with her. And among other things, they, they talk about how he feels and his trying to understand Christmas. And Lucy says to Charlie Brown, she says, incidentally, and I'd never caught this before. I've never caught this 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 section before, but Lucy says to Charlie Brown, incidentally, I know how you feel all about this Christmas business, getting depressed and all that. It happens to me every year. I never get what I really want. <clears throat> I always get a lot of stupid toys, a bicycle or clothes or something like that. This is Lucy talking. And Charlie Brown asks her, she, he says, so what, what is it that you want? And you know what she tells Charlie Brown? Two words. <laughs> Straight out of the mouth of babes. Lucy says to Charlie Brown, real estate real estate so <laughs> i got a big kick out of that sunday night watching that with uh with my little guy so the the comics there's always like a good kernel of truth in there and that right out of lucy's mouth real estate see she you know the comics you know the peanuts you know lucy she's smart she's she's a little 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 kid but she's precocious right lucy van pelt she's the psychiatrist after all and i gotta ask you what kind of real estate so that's what she's looking for. What kind of real estate do you think she would be targeting? I'll tell you what she won't be targeting, especially right now. Real retail, right? Office space. Boy, talk about a struggling space right now, especially with the pandemic. So we're not talking about retail or, or office space. She wouldn't be buying raw land. It doesn't cash flow. Clearly, she likes cash flow. She's charging five cents a session for her psychiatric advice. So definitely not raw land. Not self-storage either, you know. Here, here we are bordering on the discussion in the course of the show about being a little too commercial, too much stuff, right? And if we think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right, the, the, the physiological needs, right, are at the base of that, that hierarchical pyramid that he, he describes, and that includes air, that includes water, food, sleep, shelter, right? Shelter for the body, not, not all the junk. So definitely not not self-storage. She, she would be buying single-family houses and apartments, residential rental real estate. Now, why would she invest in these? Well, we talked about the cash flow, that, that land grab. That's not going to do it for her. With our rental houses and our apartments, we're making money five ways. We got the cash flow coming in. If it doesn't cash flow, you don't buy it. We're, we're making some equity capture when we buy right because we're bow we're buying below market we're getting a getting a deal a discount essentially typically on distressed assets so we're, we're, we're capturing equity out the door never lose money well that's how we protect ourselves out the door and then over time right our, our residents are paying our our mortgage for us every month and we have equity buildup by way of that principal pay down and then just simple dumb appreciation and it happens you know real estate doubles in value roughly every 20 years uh, we've seen a ton of that just in the past decade here where I sit in Dallas-Fort Worth, across Texas, across the nation. And finally, of course, tax advantages help as well. So that's why Lucy would pick rental houses and apartments. That's why she would invest in those. Now, where where would she invest? I, you know, off the top of my head, now that I think about it, I'm not sure where Peanuts was set, but I can tell you where she would be buying, right here in Texas. Boy, <laughs> have you heard the news the headquarters, the companies, the, the billionaires, they just keep coming to town, don't they? Um, obviously, Tesla and Elon Musk made big news, big news. He's, he's, he's relocated his, his person to Austin, and the company is, is moving there as well. They're building a big factory north, northwest of town. 
Um, now, recently, we just heard Oracle is also moving from California to Austin. In fact, as of November, November of this year, 39 companies in tech and in other industries as, as well have, have relocated to Austin. Singing a great tune for Austin, aren't I? Well, keep in mind as well, Hewlett Packard just announced they're relocating their headquarters from California to Houston. Houston and CBRE. If you don't know that name and you want to get into real estate, especially the multifamily space, you're going to learn that name. That is a real estate giant. They are relocating from Los Angeles to Dallas. Real estate giant making that move. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? Look, the, the fundamentals are here. <laughs> they are here in Texas. Business is booming. Companies and people are moving to Texas. In fact, Greg Abbott, in a recent, our governor here in Texas, in a recent interview with CNBC, he described it as an absolute tidal wave. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Talk 1370, the right choice. with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. We're here to answer your questions and help you become financially free. Welcome back to the show. This is Andy Webb, and today on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, we are exploring real estate with the help of the Sunday comics. And in the first segment, I told you, you know, I was watching the, the Charlie Brown Christmas special with my son just a week ago, Sunday, uh, on PBS, and... Lucy and Charlie Brown are chatting. Charlie's gone to her for psychiatric help. He's paid his five cents, paid his nickel. <laughs> They're talking about his woes around Christmas, trying to understand what it's all about. And Lucy laments that she never gets what she wants. She gets a bike or some toys, that sort of thing. And, and, and Charlie Brown, he asks her, well, what is it you want? Lucy's reply, two words, real estate. So smart little girl. I'll tell you that first and foremost. And we were talking in the first segment about where she might invest and what she would invest in. By the way, if you've got any questions today, give me a call. The number here is 855-497-4335. Again, 
497-4335 or send me an email to askandy at l-u-i-n-c dot com. And of course, she would invest in single family houses and apartments because those are going to make the best money. It's going to make money five ways. We talked about the cash flow, the equity capture, the equity buildup, seeing a lot of appreciation, of course, and then the tax advantages. And we talked about where she's likely to invest here in Texas. You know, I was looking at an article in CNBC with uh, with uh, where they interviewed Greg Abbott, and, and he's just talking about how often he's on the phone with CEOs from other states <laughs> weekly. And they're coming here. Why are they coming here? Number one, cost of business. It's cheaper here in Texas, not just Texas. There are other states in the South. We'll look at those. Um, no income tax. That, that's heavy, right? And uh, low low cost of living for for the families that come with those companies. And he describes it as having turned into an absolute tidal wave. So Texas is, is continuing its boom. And you've just simply, you've got the fundamentals there. People are moving here. Companies are moving here. It is pushing up the price of real estate. That's why a lot of what we buy, we buy off market. We buy from distressed sellers, right? We buy distressed assets that need work and we get into these deals with relatively low out of pocket as a result of that but texas is not the only place i i, I hate to say that there are others now here's an article as well um uh, this was a, based on a research done by linkedin linkedin obviously with their their close with their proximity to uh the job market they're they're seeing a lot of people moving as well and a lot of that now relates to the pandemic people figured out i can work from home i don't need to be inexpensive LA or New York to do my job. So people are moving on that basis as well. You know what the number one city is on their top 10 places that people are relocating? We already mentioned it. It's Austin. Austin, Texas. Hot spot. Hot spot. Now, I'm, if you're listening, I'm up in Dallas, Fort Worth. We buy up here. Austin, South Texas, San Antonio, Great Market, Houston as well. Austin is number one on their list. Dallas clocks in at number seven. Okay. Uh, right there, you see we've got two markets, and we've got our offices in these markets. We've got an office in Central Texas that supports Austin and San Antonio. We've obviously, we've got one in Houston. We've got one here in North Texas as well. What was number two on the list? Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix, Arizona, also in the south. Lots and lots of people moving there, and guess what? Guess what we done went and did? We opened an office there just last year in advance of that tidal wave. So we've got the support there. Number three, Nashville, Tennessee. Now, I lament we don't have an office there now, but we did just open a realty office in Georgia to support that sector, to support those investors that are buying in that neck of the woods. Certainly Nashville, Tennessee, number three. Certainly Tampa, Florida, number four. Certainly Jacksonville, Florida, number five. Certainly Charlotte, North Carolina, number six. Charleston, South Carolina, number 10. So the support is there. And in fact, um, we're doing one of our two-day financial freedom seminars in Nashville, Tennessee, live coming up uh, later, I believe in next year sometime in January. Um, I'll look up those dates for you here in just a second, but that's going to be in Nashville. That's our two-day, our, our very well-known two-day. We've been doing this for 30 years, whereby day one, you're, you're looking at that single family track. What are the numbers? What do I do? How, how do I do it? It's a full-day educational seminar on investing in single family rentals. Day two, you shift to uh, apartments. So good, good stuff. And that's happening in that number three market, Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. 
So moving on, I've got another strip here for you. And I dug this one up. Actually, you know, I've got a, a compendium of Calvin and Hobbes on my bookshelves. I've had these for, for decades, quite frankly. And Bill Watterson, the author, he, he stopped publishing. He stopped uh, putting Calvin and Hobbes together uh, a long, long time ago. And regrettably, great, great comic. Uh, he did it for about 10 years, retired when he was 38 from that, by the way. And my son happened upon this when he was still a toddler toddling around. He'd sit there and spend hours just flipping through the pages, and he called them the Tiger Books because Calvin, of course, he's a precocious little boy, <laughs> much like Lucy, and Hobbes is his pet tiger. And the Tiger Books have now evolved into a nightly reading session. And as we were reading the other night, here's, here's the strip we came across, okay? It's four panels. I'm just going to go through this with you. And Calvin's got the front door wide open. He's staring out the door. This is summertime. It's not wintertime. His dad is wearing a suit and a tie. And he's, he's struggling to lift a briefcase off the ground. And Calvin remarks, boy, what a beautiful summer morning, huh, Dad? Too bad you can't stay home to enjoy it. It progresses. The dad has left the house. He's down the stoop. And Calvin's standing on the top step. He says, when you're old, you'll be sorry you never took advantage of days like these. But, of course, that's far off. And in the meantime, there's lots of work to be done. Yep, you'd better go to work. Have a good long drive in traffic. Maybe you'll get home in time to watch the sunset. If you can stay awake so long, that's it, in a nutshell right there. By the way, Calvin does go on to say, golly, I'd hate to have a kid like me, so i got to curtail our reading, I think, of the Tiger books with our little <laughs> tyke, lest he become a deviant. But Calvin just summed up our conventional wisdom path right there in essentially three panels. And, and Bill Watterson, the, the author of Calvin Hobbes, he, you know, he said that Calvin really reflects <clears throat> his adult, adulthood as, as, as the author of these comics, more than his childhood. He's viewing adulthood, of course, through the, the eyes of this child. And really, Calvin right there, like I said, he, he just sums it up. What do we do? We, we go to school. We get good grades so we can go to college, suffer through that for three to four to five to six years, get a ton, a ton of debt, which they're talking about forgiving. I don't know what's going on there. We'll see how that <laughs> develops. But a ton of student loan debt so we can get a job and do exactly what Calvin is describing to his dad here. Put on that, for lack of a better term, monkey suit. I used to wear one of those, worked in corporate finance. Putting on that monkey suit, getting in the car, fighting that commute, maybe a little less of that now with the pandemic, but still dealing with eight, ten-hour days, five, six days a week, spending our time for somebody else. So Lucy Van Pelt, smart little girl, has identified real estate. That's her, that's her investing target right there. And now Calvin's given us the why. The why we want to get into that real estate is to get out of this lifestyle that we see right there with his dad. We want to buy back our time, and we do that by building those assets, building those rental houses, you know, one at a time. Maybe you buy multiple at a time. It all comes down to where you start. We're going to talk about capital here in just a minute with the aid of another comic strip, but it depends on where you start, and you're going to get a number of houses or maybe get into a number of apartment deals, and those are going to be throwing off the cash flow that you need to tell your boss, hey, I, you know, it's been a pleasure. Here's my two-week notice. Whatever you got to do, I'm done. I have bought back my time. I've built up enough cash flow to replace my expenses, cover my expenses, replace my income. I'm out of here. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talk 13.7. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Now, let's get back to your map to financial freedom. Good morning and welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb. And hey, if you've got questions today, the number here is 855-497-4335 or send me an email to askandy at luinc.com. I get to those during the show if I can catch those early enough. Otherwise, I'll get back with you as soon as I can. And today we are exploring real estate by way of the Sunday comics. First segment, we talked about Lucy Van Pelt. Now, that Van Pelt may throw you off. Lucy, she's a little girl that always holds the football for Charlie Brown and jerks it away at the last second, right? She's also the one that has the psychiatric booth, charges five cents a session. And in a recent session that she had with Charlie Brown during the Charlie Brown Christmas special, she mentioned that the gift she never gets that she wants every year is real estate. So we took a look at real estate, why you want to buy it the cash flow, the equity that you're going to capture and that you're going to build up and so on. And if you missed the earlier segments, don't fear, you can tune in. These will be archived on the lifestylesunlimited.com website. Click on the radio tab and go to the podcasts. But she's getting into real estate, right? For the reasons we discussed, where is she buying? Texas is a great place. We named a number of other places where people are moving right now. Places where Lifestyles has a presence, as it were. So good stuff there. We also took a look at Calvin and Hobbes. And I love Calvin and Hobbes. Boy, I've just had them on my shelf forever. And my my son, who's three, has recently discovered them. He calls used to call them the Tiger Books. He's, he's grown up a little bit more, and now he knows them as Calvin and Hobbes. And Calvin, simply put, he's just noting the beautiful summer day as his dad gets dressed for work and leaves and Calvin comments on their long commute and hey, I hope you enjoy the sunset when you get home if you're not too tired. His dad's firmly in that conventional wisdom path, right? And next I want to take a look at Dilbert. And if if you don't know Dilbert, Dilbert's been around for a while as well. Scott Adams is, is the author. And Dilbert's a commentary on those of us that made it to a certain waypoint on that conventional wisdom path, right? We started out in school, got those grades, got that secondary education, college, maybe a, maybe a, a, a master's degree, maybe, maybe even a doctorate. You know, we're, we're striving, right? And now we find ourselves in, in middle management. And Dilbert is firmly a commentary on <laughs> all the goings on in that space. And, and in this particular, in this particular, uh, three panel um, strip. Dilbert is talking to his little buddy Dogbert. Dogbert's a little bitty dog that wears glasses and Dilbert comments to Dogbert. He says, you know, I worked all year on a project that got canceled today because we got a new vice president who didn't like it. Well, that sounds a lot like what you're going through out there in the trenches, doesn't it? Now, Dogbert replies in the next panel. He says, I made a billion dollars by convincing suckers that a garbage barge 
was oceanfront real estate. <laughs> so Dilbert goes on to say, hey, would you lend me some money so I can open my own business? To which Dogbert replies, no, but I know some people on a barge who would. Now, I'm not telling you, go borrow money from people living on a barge. That's not the point here at all. But a common question we get during the dialogue around real estate is, where do I get the money? Sounds like I need a lot of cash. Depends on how you're buying. If you're an all-cash buyer, yes, you do. <laughs> you know, If you're buying the conventional way, maybe so. Depends on the deal. If you're following the lifestyles model, we're typically getting into those deals for much less out-of-pocket. But let's talk a little bit about money and financing and like i said you don't don't get your money from those suckers living on a barge now we do use we do like to use opm other people's money right i don't want to have all my money into any single deal right i can't do as many deals if i if i'm a cash buyer of a single family house it's going to tie up way too much money i could probably pick up five or six houses in lieu of that single deal if i use other people's money and tr traditionally right at lifestyles the model we've been following for a very very long time is to buy with hard money. Again, we're buying assets that need work. Hard money is essentially a form of construction loan. We buy with hard money and then we refinance out on the back end. Or if, if the deal's rent ready, ready to go, sometimes we might do a member to member deal. That member's been buying houses and they'd say, you know what, I'm, I'm moving on to apartments now. I need to divest these houses. We'll go pick those up for a good deal. They'll leave a little bit of meat on the bone for us. Then we'll buy conventionally, you know, just doing the, the down payment and, and moving on. But we do have some some skin in the game. So you, so you do need some cash, okay? So when it comes to cash, what, what might you think about? I wanna give you a couple things to think about that you may not have had on, 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 on the, in the back of your mind at this point. And let's start with those retirement savings accounts because like Dilbert, right, you've been following that conventional wisdom path. You've gotten that job. You, maybe you're in middle management, maybe you're not, but you got a 401k. So you've just been socking away that money every month, putting it into that glorified savings account that the government says you may not touch until you're 59 and a half or older, right? Without penalty. That penalty is 10%. That's pretty steep <laughs> to let my uh, money just sit and, and, and not have access to that. So we, we want to talk about getting access to that. And time is running out. Time is running out for this. You want to act fast if you want to take advantage of the CARES Act. Do you remember the CARES Act? That happened back in March <laughs> as part of the pandemic. And there were some... They did a lot in, 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 the, in the course of that act, and there were some features in there that allow us to leverage our retirement accounts, not just a 401k. For example, you can borrow. Here we're talking about borrowing to start with up to $100,000 from your retirement account. I'm just going to continue to refer to this as a 401k because that's what most of us have. $100,000. Normally, normally it's allowed to borrow up to $50,000. It's not a bad strategy. It's a really good strategy. In fact, Mike Harrison, one of the other radio hosts, he talked about this tactic on one of his recent shows, borrowing money. He's done this, right? Borrowing money from his 401k to finance at least two of his, his real estate deals. You pay yourself back, right? You get the money back. You're borrowing. You're lending to yourself out of your quote-unquote 401k entity. And what we're talking about here is just basic, simple interest arbitrage. Right, you're you're borrowing from yourself, typically at about four and a half percent. Right, let's just call it four point five percent. You need to look at your plan and see what that provides for. But you're getting an asset that's going to yield a cash on cash return that it's much higher, at least double, maybe more, eight percent, ten percent, fifteen percent, twenty percent, thirty percent, even higher. 
depends on how you structure the deal. If you get in for a low out-of-pocket, obviously it's much higher. We had a very low out-of-pocket deal years ago. That's 2017, 80% return, right? It's it's our home our, our home run, but we like our singles as well because they get us there. So you, you, you're doing a basic interest arbitrage there by borrowing for a low amount and yielding higher interest, and you're paying yourself back. So that's one approach you might take. And again, as part of the CARES Act right now, which expires December 31st, that's 11 days away. It's December 31st, this expires. Now, they're wrangling on Capitol Hill right now. Don't know what that, how that may influence this. But for the moment, I'm proceeding, assuming that it's going to end December 31st and that CARES Act expires. Your ability to then tap into those retirement accounts will expire as well. So that 100000 will drop back down to fifty k. We'll keep that in mind as well. Not a bad way. We can get into a house for that or multiple or into a, a multifamily deal. So you can borrow against your retirement account, or right now as part of that CARES Act, you can do what's called a CRD. Uh, I learned the acronym, you know, talking with some of uh, some of the other folks out there. That's a coronavirus-related distribution. Now, you have to have been impacted by the coronavirus in some way, but a lot of people have had hours cut. That alone should qualify. Talk with your, talk with your CPA, of course, and talk with your plan. Uh, not all the plans will participate, but if they are participating, you can pull up to $100,000 in distributions out of your 401k. And here's the pretty thing, the beautiful thing about it. No 10% penalty that's been waived as part of the, the CARES Act due to the coronavirus. And very key, you can spread the tax impact across three years. Now, I talked with a CPA, and her understanding is if, let's say, I pulled out $90,000 for easy math, it's not that I'm going to take the tax calculation based on that $90,000 this year. Rather, we're going to divide that up, $30,000 per year. So that's really going to pull down the calculation of your taxes, number one, and then when they're due as well across three years. And, of course, you can pay that back within those three years if you decide to go that route as well. So good, good option to tap into some of those funds as part of the CARES Act, either as a loan to yourself or as an outright penalty-free distribution. But again, the clock is ticking less than two weeks till the end of the year. So if you're going to take advantage of that, get it going soon so that you can get in, get that interest rate arbitrage going, get into real estate like Lucy Van Pelt and get going. Now, when we come back, I have one more strategy for you. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life. We will teach you how to create wealth and passive income so you can be financially free. And now, back to your host. Welcome back to the show. This is Andy Webb. And on this fine, beautiful Sunday morning, we're taking a look at the Sunday comics to guide us through the notion of real estate investing, hitting, hitting a couple of topics that are, are, are coming out of those strips for us. Number one, Charlie Brown, Lucy Van Pelt, talking about the meaning of Christmas. And, and Lucy, she doesn't want those gifts. She doesn't want that bicycle. She doesn't want those presents. She wants real estate. <laughs> we talked about that in the, in the first segment. If you miss any of the segments or any of the other radio shows, you can always catch up at lifestylesunlimited.com. Just click on the radio tab, go to the podcast there. Uh, so that's Charlie Brown. That's Peanuts Classic. Charles Schultz, everyone loves the peanuts. Calvin and Hobbes, I, I love, I love the, 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 the precocious little deviant Calvin, of course. And, well, he was tormenting his dad. 
his dad about being on that conventional wisdom path, having to commute into work every day, missing the beautiful summer day, missing the sunset because he's too tired to stay up. That's why we get into real estate investing is to to replace our income so we don't have to do that. So we don't have to put that, that suit and tie on. We don't have to go into those offices, even if we're staying at home right now because of the pandemic and doing it from our third or fourth bedroom or, or that second, you know, little space in the nook in our apartment, wherever it is, right? We, we want to get away from those eight, 10 hour days, those 40, 50, 60 hour weeks. And Calvin has, has tipped his hand there and told us as much, you know. Moving on to Dilbert. Dilbert's talking to his little buddy, Dogbert, and Dogbert made a billion dollars. <laughs> a billion dollars by selling a barge to some suckers in his terms, uh, convincing them that that was oceanfront real estate. Dilbert asked him if he could borrow some money. Dogbert says, no, but I know some folks on a barge that you can borrow money from. We don't want to go there for our funds. Um, but what we do, we do have some options, okay? And, and you do need to have some money available to get into real estate investing, whether you're doing the single family track or doing apartments. And I gave you a couple of tips already in the, in the prior segment in, in terms of leveraging your, your retirement accounts. And as part of the pandemic, as part of the CARES Act that came out way back in March, we were given access to those 401ks without that or any uh, retirement account, in fact, without the penalties that are normally associated with an early distribution and with some massive, massive tax benefits. You can borrow now 100K instead of the usual 50K from that portfolio if you have if you have that much cash on hand in there, good, good opportunity. Or you can just take an outright distribution, waive that 10% and spread the tax liability over three years. That's huge, that's huge and get into some income producing real estate. Now, another option you might think about because, you know, I mentioned this in the first segment, appreciation is just one of the five ways on houses that we make our money. It's been tremendous over the past decade. And you've probably got some equity in your house if you are a homeowner. And that's a great place to start looking. You could do, depending on your spread between the value now and, and, and the loan balance, if you have one, just do a simple HELOC, right? A home equity line of credit. That allows you to pull down the funds. That that's going to come for a low at a low interest rate charge as well, maybe three four percent. Here again, we're going to practice interest rate arbitrage. We're going to borrow at that low three four percent, and we're going to invest in something that's a double that or much much higher. Eight percent, ten percent cash on cash return on our single family houses. Twenty percent, thirty percent. I see all of those numbers in the deals that I see Lifestyles members doing. So a simple home equity line of credit on your personal residence is an option. Or I'll tell you what, it is a great time to refinance that personal residence. Can you say 30-year, 30-year fixed rate mortgage under 3%? Under 3%. I talked to one mortgage broker that based on the loan amount, I'm considering said 2.5% for 30 years. That's peanuts, and I don't mean Charlie Brown. That's nothing. Now, you may be risk-averse, and you might be sitting there thinking, well, I'm very comfortable. I've been paying this loan for 8, 10 years now. I'm very comfortable with my principal and interest payment. Let's say it's $800. Right? Taxes and insurance are on top of that. You probably escrow. I do not. But either way, we're going to ignore those because those do change a little bit based on the, on the year. But you don't want to take down or start taking on a higher principal and interest payment. Well, don't. You don't have to refi up to, you can refi up to 80, do a cash out refi up to 80% of your value on your personal residence, but do you have to go that high? No, of course you don't. If you do it at 60%, 
and get that 2.5%, and that principal and interest payment at the end of the day matches what you're paying now, why not do that and still pull 40, 50, 60K out? Talk with your lender. See what your options are. That's the exact conversation I had with my lender. We can reset our loan, pull a significant amount of cash out, but not change that monthly payment. Works into our longer-term plans to perhaps have this as a rental down the road, right? Or you say to heck with it, I'm going to do that refi at 80%. I'm going to take the full proceeds out, but I'm going to invest, right? And from those investments, I'm going to garner cash, a little bit extra cash. I'll just put towards that differential between the old mortgage payment and the new one. Right, we call that essentially cash flow chunking. We've got a lot of shows out there on the website, uh, on the on the podcast uh, tab. If you want to learn more about cash flow chunking, it's a great strategy. I would just apply that here. If I can pull out enough cash to take down six, seven, eight houses, and take the cash flow just from one of those to offset that differential, why not? Because now I've got that asset in play. I'm not just getting that cash flow. I'm getting that equity buildup every month. That, that alone can yield 5%, 6%, sometimes 10%, depends on your cash in the deal, of course. And I've got the tax benefits into play there as well. And I'm experiencing that appreciation over the years as I hold that asset. So the trick here is simply to get more assets in your hands. Okay. So if you're risk averse, reset at a lower loan to value, keep your principal and interest payment flat, essentially, or just take the whole amount and offset that with those cash flowing investments. Okay. That's Dilbert and Dogbert. Moving on, I've got to come back to my favorite Calvin and Hobbes. And again, the author here, Bill Watterson, he retired a long, long time ago at the ripe old age of 38. I applaud him. That's what we want to do at Lifestyles Unlimited as well. If you start early enough and here, different season, it's snowy out. Calvin's wearing his, his toboggan, his hat. Hobbes has a scarf around his neck. Hobbes is the tiger. If you're not familiar with Calvin and Hobbes and they're, they're walking through the snow and Calvin says, I asked dad, if he wanted to see some New Year's resolutions I wrote. <laughs> His dad said, I'd be glad to. And he was pleased to see I was taking an interest in self-improvement. I told him the resolutions weren't for me, they were for him. <laughs> That's why we're outside now. Hobbs says, well, I wondered what the rush was. So Calvin's making New Year's resolutions for his dad. What about you? What do you do? Do you make New Year's resolutions? New Year's resolutions are typically very fleeting something maybe in the spur of the moment, an hour before the ball drops, right? Going to lose some weight, going to eat less cake, I don't know, whatever, going to buy some real estate. Very nebulous. What about doing something a little more formal, like setting actual goals? This is the time of year to start thinking about this. The year is about to wrap up that, that, that horrible, no good, unpleasant 2020. We're looking forward to 2021. And let's hit the ground running, not by having some nebulous New Year's resolution, not by letting your toddler, your, your young son, I guess he's six, Calvin, set those resolutions for you, by, but by sitting down and setting some goals, SMART goals. SMART is an acronym. It means specific. It means measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. For example, I am going to buy two single-family rentals in the first quarter of 2021. It's specific. Not I'm going to buy some real estate. I'm going to buy two houses. It's measurable. You can check the box each time you buy those houses, right? It's attainable. Well, you'll have to look at your situation, right? Think about those funds. Think about that 401k you can leverage right now. Think about that house, that home equity. 
right? Other capital you may have. Determine if that is attainable. If not, set a different goal. Is it realistic? It's absolutely realistic. I see members at Lifestyles Unlimited do it all the time. And it's time-bound. Very, very important. Too many people don't put that time-bound element on a goal. I'm doing it by the end of the first quarter. It puts a little pressure, right? January ticks by, February ticks by, suddenly it's March. You're like, oh, geez, I bought one house. I got to get that other one, right? Put that time-bound element on there. Here's another example. This one's easier. It's very attainable. I'm going to finally stop listening to this radio program. No, no, don't stop. Keep listening. But I'm going to stop listening and go register for and attend the next available free workshop before the end of 2020. (laughs) That's right. We still have a couple more coming up. The free workshop, it's about an hour and a half. And it's a great way to learn more about Lifestyles Unlimited. It's a great way to learn more about real estate investing. The things we've talked about today, the five ways we make money. Setting goals, changing your mindset is is a tremendous part of everything we do as real estate investors, right? Looking at some case studies around single family and around multifamily to decide which is good for you. So maybe we set that as the first goal. Go register, right, and attend the next available free workshop. We've got one coming up December 22nd. That's in two days. If you're catching this on the podcast, you probably missed it. But good news for you, we've got one December 29th. Go register. Get that going. Start working on that self-improvement, just like Calvin's dad said, hey, I think it's great. You're working, thinking about self-improvement. You should do the same. So, hey, I hope you've enjoyed the show today. I've enjoyed putting it together. I've enjoyed reading the comics with my son, and I'll continue to do so. And I hope you continue to listen and go check out that free workshop. Go to freeworkshoplivestream.com, or you can register at our website. Go to lifestylesunlimited.com. This is Andy Webb. You've been listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. And remember, it's not the money. It's the lifestyle. You have a good day. listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. Join us next time. And until then, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.